You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 160. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. This is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends, my friend. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I'd like to remind you, as always, that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a monthly membership for smart women, just like you, who are ready to stop overeating from stress and from habit and learn how to make more space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. Let's get started with your coaching session. Today, what we're working on is why you're not reaching your weight loss goals. I know you want to know this. This question is very familiar to most women who have dieted at some point in their life. You get all excited. This is my time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go for it. You've got your goal and you think you're all set, right? But what happens? Well, Somehow, time and time again, you don't reach your goal, or even if you do reach it, it doesn't last. This is all too familiar, is it not? This is what I'm going to help you move past today. I'm going to share three big reasons you may not be reaching your goals and eight very common mistakes of goal setters that make them think that they're making progress when they're not. And if you're on the lookout for these, you will start making progress. And finally, the four essential steps for turning your goal setting into goal getting, which equals success. I want you to know that with this lesson, with this coaching session today, I have created a special worksheet that goes along with it. And in order for you to get it, I want you to head on over to realweightlossrealwomen.com forward slash pod 160 realweightlossrealwomen.com slash pod 160. And you'll also find it right in the show notes. So grab it and print it out after you've had a chance to listen to this. All right, we're going to talk about why you're not reaching the goals, what are the common mistakes, and what you actually have to do. So let's start right at the beginning. What are goals? Well, quite simply, goals are things that you want, an outcome, an end game, what you want your future to look like, a result. They're things that you strive for. You may strive for them either from desire of what you wish for or the opposite, fear of what you don't want. So you have a goal and the goal is that result that you want to achieve. That goal might be to lose weight, to get healthy, to stop overeating. Maybe you want to reduce joint pain or have more energy, but basically, you know, you just want something better for yourself. Okay, this is a great start. That's your goal, whatever it is. But what happens next? You know that you get impatient, right? You want results now. You start looking around for someone to tell you what to do. So first, you get sucked into that quick fix. 
that we all hear about on the internet every day, the quick fix so you could get results right now. And it promises overnight success if you do A, B, and C. It usually involves making radical changes to your eating and your exercising, cutting out all carbs or all fat or whatever else is that most current thing to do. And you know what? Who can keep up with that? Or sometimes you just jump on that bandwagon with your friend and you do whatever the next new thing is that she's doing. Or maybe you turn to an old standby, right? Maybe your old favorite diet that worked when you were, oh, about 16 or so, but not anymore. It just doesn't work anymore, right? Here's the thing. Any one of those plans for reaching your goals will eventually fail. I don't think I'm telling you anything that you don't already know because none of them are sustainable. You can't just keep it up and you know it. And who would want to do those things indefinitely? I don't believe that's what you're really looking for anyway, or you would not be here listening to me. The number one reason that you're not reaching your goals is your plan for reaching them, as we just said, is not sustainable. For example, cutting out all carbs. And then what happens when you go to the next birthday party and you give in and you have that cake and you're off plan and the next thing you know, you're totally off the plan. The plan is trashed. Or you're trying to cut out certain foods or not eat after a certain time of day. Very strict rules that you can't keep up day in and day out. It's not taking into account those days that you just can't stay on plan. And then what happens? So that's the first reason why you're not reaching your goals. There's another common reason why you may not reach your goals. Have you ever heard of SMART goals? Goals that are specific and measurable and attainable and results-driven and time-sensitive and relatable to you, right? They've got to fit into your life. There's a lot of truth to that acronym especially if your goals are not specific enough or measurable enough. It's difficult to reach them. How will you know you've succeeded if you're not specific and you can't measure what's changed? So there's reason number two. If your goals aren't specific enough or you haven't got measurable goals and you just say, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to be good, I'm going to lose weight, you won't be likely to reach them. They're too vague you'll lose interest or you'll lose focus. If, for example, you might say, I want to get healthy, what does that mean? How will you know? What I really want to teach you today is what I think is most important and is almost always overlooked. And that is reason number three, that you're not reaching your goals. And that is because you're not addressing why you're overeating in the first place. What drives you to eat more than you need, it needs to be part of your solution. When it's not, you're working from the inside out, trying to make outside changes when what you really need to do is work from the inside out. When you focus on external changes like what you're eating, when you eat, what's good and what's bad, calories, steps, and all the rest, instead of what's going on inside, you aren't going to reach your goal or be able to maintain it. If you do this, my friend, you will fail. And each time you fail, you know it gets harder to keep going if you don't see the role failure plays in the bigger picture. We are taught to think that failing is the opposite of success. 
But here's a quote from Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post. Failure is not the opposite of success. It's part of success. You can learn to fail forward. You can learn from your failures and then choose to do it differently next time. If you don't pay attention to reason number three of why you're not reaching your goals, addressing why you're overeating in the first place, you will repeat that cycle that you know all too well. You'll start strong, you'll work a plan, but you just can't sustain it. And then you quit. What happens then? You feel like a failure and you dread having to try again until the next time you wake up, get on that scale, look in the mirror and decide that you have to say no to something that you want to do, but feel like you can't because of your weight and it's holding you back. You're fed up and then you start that cycle again. All right. We don't want to do that, right? We want to stop that cycle. To stop that cycle, it's time to dig deeper and see why you're failing, why you're falling down so you can learn and fail forward so you can reach your goals. Now let's look at the eight common mistakes that contribute to you not reaching your goals. Remember, grab that worksheet. It's going to help you organize these thoughts in your mind. So number one, you have the big picture goal, but you don't know how to get there. You decide what you want, you get excited, and then you kind of just expect it to happen. You feel like you're doing something, but all you're really doing is having a vision. So mistake number one is having a vision without a plan. Number two, you have the goal and you look at it as one big chunk to achieve. You think it's too much work to break down your goal or you just don't think you need to. So mistake number two is magical thinking. You think that taking time and thinking about it as just one big chunk will magically get there when what you really need to do is think about it and break it down. Mistake number three, you don't want to spend time thinking, you just want it done. You may think that thinking and planning are just wastes of time. You're angry about where you are, you're impatient. You don't really care about figuring it out. I know how that feels. You want results, right? But mistake number three is ignoring any thinking or planning. All right, we're coming up to mistake number four. You have no idea what the actual steps are that are involved. You don't research the why, but you research the what. You focus on what to eat. What should I do? You don't want to waste time on why you do what you do. But if you don't understand why, and I know I'm repeating myself and I keep coming back to the why, because if you don't understand why you do what you do, you will keep repeating your what and you will keep failing. You'll keep finding new things to do, but nothing will change. So mistake number four is jumping into the what without understanding your why. Mistake number five, we are desperate to get there. We think it shouldn't be hard, but you know what? You've tried everything, or at least you think you've tried everything. And when that doesn't work, then you think it means something is wrong with you. You fear what it may mean if you can't do this. So mistake number five is letting your fear and that feeling of desperation cloud your vision and your actions. Mistake number six, Is this you? Do you give up really easily? You think, hey, this is not working. I can't do this. I'm doomed. These are all just thoughts. They put you into the opposite of problem-solving mode. 
Mistake number six is giving up too quickly when you have doubts and negative thoughts. Mistake number seven, you don't have belief in yourself. If you've never done it, you can't imagine doing it. You say you want it, but you don't really know if it's possible for you. There's a voice inside that doubts you, no matter what you say or plan. So mistake number seven is not believing you can really reach your goal. And this is common and it really holds you back. All right. The last one, mistake number eight, you don't want to face reality. You have an idea of what should work, but you don't want to change that even when you see it's not working. You see that what you're doing isn't working, but you don't make changes. You know you have to do something more, but maybe you just don't want to. So I call mistake number eight, arguing with reality. So far today, we've talked about the three big reasons that you may not be reaching your goals and the eight common mistakes that contribute. It's important to see which of these are part of your pattern, definitely. But it's equally important to learn the four steps that I believe are essential to turn your goal setting into goal getting, in other words, success for you. How do you do this? How do you turn past failures into success? Well, you set a goal, number one, that is specific and very measurable. So you'll know whether or not you're making progress and what you need to tweak. Number two, you're going to break it down so that you can create a plan that's sustainable for you. So you know what to do next what actions to take. Number three, you need to make peace with time, however long it takes. And last, number four, I want you to focus on small steps versus 100 steps. Look at one little step at a time. One step that you could do with consistency over time, over and over to create change. You can reach your goals. It starts with looking at what hasn't been working for you in the past so that you can create a plan that will work. So let's look for our action step this week at what your pattern is, what your promise is. I want you to break it down, use what you've learned today so that you could take that consistent action and not give up and go from goal setting to goal getting. That's your goal, right? So your action steps going to be on that worksheet. In the show notes, you will find a link to sign up and get it. That is it, my friend, for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you need to stay focused on. You know what action you're going to take. I'd like to encourage you, if you're interested, to get on the wait list for the Freedom Group that will help you lose the weight, stop emotional eating, and of course, lose the whole problem. To learn how to eat like a non-dieting person eats, think of one of your friends who does not go on diets, who is not holding on for dear life, who eats all different kinds of foods, all different methods of eating, but they're at a natural, comfortable weight. That's what you want. And that's what I can show you how to do. Remember to grab your worksheet with the link in the show notes, realweightlossrealwomen.com slash pod 160. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and overeating habits step-by-step until they become something you used to do in the past. 
That's your ultimate goal. For now, this is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I'll see you back here next week.